Hi, I'm Aldrin. Hi, I'm Patricia, and welcome to Success FAQs, where we don't know all the answers, but we seek to discover them by asking all the appropriate questions. Welcome to episode number four, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, uh, we've been quite busy, actually, a lot of business activities, some travel, and some business. Actually, we're doing. Uh, there was a public speaking tour we did, uh, the four city tour earlier in, in September, but. We're back here. We're, we're glad to see all of you. Um, anything you want to say to our viewers, Patricia? Um, yeah, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. This is probably going up right after the weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. So I hope you had a lot of fun and spent a lot of good um, quality time with your families. And, you know, it's so important during this time that we really remember to be grateful for all the things that we do have. So um, and we want to thank you for supporting our podcast oh, yeah. and for watching our episodes. I hope you're taking away a lot of good things from it and also sharing it to, to other people. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we've been getting a lot of good things, actually just only positive things since we've released this ep- this uh, podcast uh, a few months ago. Uh, but for those of you who are viewing uh, our podcast for the very, for very first time, this is a business and finance uh, podcast that focuses on the frequently asked questions on how to succeed on the highest levels. And if myself and my lovely wife, Patricia, don't have the answers for that, we will find someone that will, and we'll mm-hmm. bring it on here uh, to ask them those FAQs when it comes to success. So um, a couple of days ago, we set up um, a poll on Instagram, and I asked our, all of our viewers uh, if they wanted episode four to actually focus on more on a financial point of view or on a business point of view. And the answer was an overwhelming business answer. Mm-hmm. So we, we, my wife and I were kind of brainstorming, and one of the things I'll share with all of you here, uh, because this is a business podcast we want to talk to you about startup companies right like starting up your businesses um well i guess before we jump into the key points we have here patricia i guess what would would be your general thoughts on the idea of startup businesses or entrepreneurs that are are wanting to start their own business what would be some general thoughts that you have on that idea first well first of all i would like to say um welcome to entrepreneurship and i hope you stick around (laughs) (laughs) it's a fun ride and you know not very many people actually um start the business i mean they they love the idea of being their own boss but if you know you have the guts and you you decide hey this is now or never um good for you and i hope that you stick it through and you know it's it's um really a, a wonderful lifestyle to have that's for sure yeah absolutely mm-hmm. it's also an incredible weight of actual service to others right you're contributing and you're adding on to people's lives in a, in a more positive way mm-hmm. so episode four ladies and gentlemen is titled why your startup business will fail right a, a lot of questions that we get at flooded actually is like hey Aldrin, what business should i start or i want to be in business but i don't really know what business to start and th- that's really the question we get asked a lot is what business should i start mm-hmm. right so before we dive into that, that might be a future episode. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to share with you is that why your startup business, whatever business you decide to start, will actually fail. So here <laughs> we've, ac- we've actually compiled the top three reasons why your startup business will fail. And uh, this is going to be a short episode, but it's going to get right into the meat and potatoes. So yeah. uh, let's start with point number one of why your startup business will fail. Point number one. What is point number one, Patricia? Point number one is you do what you love and do what you're good at. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you're mm-hmm. wondering what the heck that means, you might be thinking, but, but, but Aldrin, one of the age old <laughs> things to, that people say is you got to if you if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yes, that's all true. Now, mm-hmm. hear us out here, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Just because you're good at something or you enjoy something does not mean that you will be successful in business mm-hmm. in that particular area, okay? So reason number one why your startup businesses will fail is because you find something that you enjoy or you're actually quite good at, mm-hmm. and you, just because you're good at it, you expect to be successful in building a business in there. But that's not accurate because there's so much more than actually doing that thing or creating that thing. There's marketing involved. There's uh, there's hiring and firing. There's advertisement. There's customer relationships. There's sales. There's accounting. There's infrastructure. Literally, the list goes on and on. So the first note I want to emphasize with all, because it's a huge one, just because you're good at something or enjoy something does not mean that you'll run a successful business with it. Mm-hmm. So what, what else would you like to add on to that note, Patricia? Um, well, just to continue that train of thought, um, you might have a really great product. You might be the product mm, um, or yeah. you have a very good idea, right? That's, you know, new. And I just feel that a lot of people are ignorant about business in general. So they lack the business focus. And what that means is, Um, You know, what's your business execution or implementation strategy? Uh, This is what Aldrin was saying earlier. Um, You have to have, you know, a viable market. You have to have the the research behind, you know, your competition maybe, or um, just even the the, the legal structure of your business. Like all these things um, are the things you probably are not good at. And um, we deliberately ignore or avoid these things. And that's going to cause you, obviously, to fail in business. You also need to have discipline to do what you love and still integrate all these things that you need to do so that you can be successful. Like the bottom line is you need to have a profitable business, right? And all these things are required, for you for in, in respect that bottom line so yeah yeah to add on to that note uh, just to give you i guess some more tangible examples here mm-hmm. it is quite possible that you aren't a very good chef but you can run a very good restaurant yeah right it is also quite possible that you're an amazing chef but you're a lousy restaurant owner I, i've met many people actually some good some some of my friends back in university very very talented choreographers very very talented in dancing mm-hmm. But their talent in dancing or someone's talent in singing is irrelevant compared to the business world, yeah. right? Don't worry, don't misunderstand. You can absolutely enjoy what you do mm-hmm. and still be good at business. But don't confuse it, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why your startup business will fail is because of that key facet there, which is if you confuse the idea of just because I'm good at something, I can be building a successful business, that's wrong. Yeah. You have to learn the skills of running an actual business, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's the stuff that are not fun to do um, because, again, they're not enjoyable. That's not why you started. You started the business because you love doing something or, <laughs> yeah, you you know, you want to share that to the world and you're excited about it. Um, but there's, again, the business focus that you, you may be lacking. So either you can hire people for that. But if you're starting up a business, you kind of have to learn the ropes yes. yourself and yes. and. L- 
again, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You you have to be competent in all those other areas. Man, mm-hmm. as we're going through this, I'm like, man, this might be a longer episode than I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. right? But we only got three points. Uh, but okay, you know what? Let me, let me ask you a very important question, Patricia, because I know there's viewers here that are thinking this as well. And we've heard this question asked of us many times over, or at least a comment. People will say, you know what? I need to find myself or I need to really find my purpose or I really need to find what it is that I love. And then I'm really going to go all out on that thing. So, but as of right now, I don't really know what my purpose is. What would you say to someone who has a comment like that? Well, I think um, the answer we always, you know, give is it's very rare that people find their purpose or passion unless they've made a decision to, you know, invest a lot of time, energy, and effort in in something because when you do invest all your time effort and energy into something trust me you're gonna find Mm. your purpose you're gonna be able to create that passion yeah yeah that actually echoes sorry to interrupt Mm -hmm. that echoes perfectly to the thought that i always respond to anyone Mm -hmm. who has the that question comes up to me is they say look purpose is not something that's found right yeah it really isn't you don't just go on like a like a, a trip to europe and you're like oh there it is it's in the things it's in this spot in france under a rock or in a cafe in where where, whatever it is that's not where purpose is found okay you might find inspiration there yeah that's different okay (laughs) you might find inspiration but that's not where you wake up like ah there it is there's my purpose Mm -hmm. purpose listen my words carefully purpose is not something that's found purpose is something that is developed through taking massive consistent action yeah You'll find you'll create your purpose as you stay focused on one key thing in the long term, right? And I need all of you. That's probably one of the, that, which, which is actually a, a funny part on why startup businesses fail is because mm-hmm. you never even really started. You yeah. know what I mean? You're always thinking, oh, I need to find my purpose, then I'll start. Number one reason why startups fail, they never even started, right? Yeah. And uh, which, like, we never said this is going to be fun, like the business focus and the execution of it. That's not the fun part, but that's completely, you know, necessary, right? Yeah. It's necessary. And if we try and just focus on what we are good at and what we love doing, then I don't think you can build a successful business out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most people, the moment those mundane tasks and routines start kicking in mm-hmm. is when they're like, oh, maybe... This isn't the what business isn't cut out for me. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, right? The business is about being competent in the in every area in a business, and then creating systems to replace you in those small areas until you're no longer until you're removed from the system. That's what entrepreneurs do, right? Um, I guess the final note I'll have for you, here, Patricia, is there's two kinds of people. One, some of them say, you know what, hey. I, do, I need to find my purpose, then I'll do something. Well, we know the answer to that now. But what about individuals say, you know what? I know what my purpose is, but I need to research. I got to understand everything first, and then I'll actually really execute something. There's people like yeah. that too. You're probably listening to this right now, and you're like, wait, that's me, mm-hmm. right? What would you say to those individuals? Well, I think that actually leads us to the second point, Aldrin. Oh, fair is- enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, motion versus action. Yeah. Um, so I find that people who are um, wanting to start, 
their their own business, you tend to do a lot of preparation because you actually need to learn a lot of things. You need to think of all these different areas of, of your business. Um, but I find that that leads you to procrastination as well. Yeah. When, you know, the preparation gets to be to the point of like, okay, but when are you going to get around <laughs> to actually doing the business, right? Um, it prevents you from actually getting the results. And um, that preparation can be a form of pro procrastination, like I said, yeah, yeah. where, um, you know, you, you want to not risk failing. So you delay that part and you just prepare, keep learning, keep planning. Um, but yeah, there's a difference between motion, which is that preparation, right? And action, which is what's going to lead you to results. Yeah. So let me put in an analogy for all of you here. I heard this a long time ago and it's probably almost a decade ago I heard this analogy and I still mm -hmm. apply it into business today. That's how important it is. Because point number two on why your startup businesses fail is motion versus action. You don't understand the difference between those two things. Point number two is motion versus action. Let me explain. Let's say myself and Patricia jump into a pool. Okay. And let's say we're both really, really good swimmers. But one person treads water while the other one of us actually starts doing a front crawl. The first question you need to ask is, mm -hmm. will both people eventually get tired? Yep. Yes. But the question is, how far did one person get? One person stayed in the same spot while the other person got to a particular distance. Mm -hmm. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the difference between motion versus action. Yeah. So let's put that in the business world, Patricia. Mm -hmm. What would, I guess, what the heck does motion or what the heck does action look like in, in the business world, especially when you're starting up, right? When you start up. Yeah. Um, for example, motion can be um preparing your list of customers or clients that you need to contact yeah. <laughs> um you know sending out emails and stuff like that but until you actually sell the product there is no <clears throat> result and i would say you know the first would be the the motion where you think you're making progress because you're busy doing you know things which are important to do those will actually um be required in order for you to be efficient with the result right but you know making a list of customers and and who to call isn't really gonna get yeah. you in front of them to actually do the outcome which is you know selling a product yeah absolutely and i encourage all of you here mm -hmm. to under i haven't met an entrepreneur who hasn't referenced this principle it's called the pareto principle and um, let me help you understand something, ladies and gentlemen, especially in your startup, your 80-20 Pareto principle needs to be what it needs to always be focused on revenue generating activities. Mm -hmm. Revenue generating activities is what the action is. And in, in the business world, I don't care what business you start, mm -hmm. whatever it is, as long as you find a product or service or program that you believe in and all that great stuff and you believe it can be do great things for the consumer household. Once you have that, you need to focus on this key thing. And if it doesn't look like what I'm about to say, that's not a revenue generating activity. And that's this. You need to have conversations with consumers or people that will own your product or service. If that is not what it looks like, all you're doing is treading and having motion and expelling energy, but not making progress. And that's why startup businesses fail. Well, that's why your startup business will yeah. fail. 
and to put it in a different perspective, like um, I've done this in the past and I'm sure many you uh, of you have as well. Um, how many of you have created like meal plans or like <laughs> exercise plans? And I've done that for many years. Um, but and I could talk to 10 personal trainers and experts, but unless I get my butt to the gym, I'm not really yeah. going to do any anything right yeah so the first one is motion again because sometimes people have trouble differentiating right motion is when you're kind of learning preparing and like gearing up to do something but you know action is actually what will lead you to results yeah yeah you know in that example me my butt in the gym absolutely absolutely (laughs) Now, there might be a couple of you thinking, but Aldrin, there's got to be some things that we got to take care of. There's some problems and all those things. For sure. the, my, my, only, my only comment to that is every problem that you can think of that will happen in your business will always stem from low profits and low sales. Low, low volume, right? Yeah. Low volume. And, and I guess to kind of wrap up my thought, I think you have something you yeah. want to add there is at the same time that all problems in your business will stem from low profits, low volume, or low sales. All problems can also be fixed in business by high, by closing more deals. That, yep. That's just the f- interesting part about business. Hence why you got to be staying in revenue generating activities. Yeah, I was just going to say that um, if you do not have a target for sales, and by the way, if you're starting a business and you don't like the idea of setting targets, <laughs> um, don't be in business, okay? Uh, so if you are not setting targets, clear targets that you need to hit, whether that's on a daily, weekly, or a monthly basis, then you're not going to stay engaged in those revenue-generating activities and the actions that you need in order to you know, produce results, right? So it's important when you were saying low volume, low yeah, low sales and stuff yeah. like that. You need to have a clear target. Yeah, everyone. I hope that's really making sense to you, ladies and gentlemen. As like we go through this, we could literally spend hours on each of these points. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I encourage you, reach out to us, send us a DM. We will we'll always respond. We get lots of them, but we eventually will get there, okay? Um, but we're on our final note here and we're all done. So let's recap so far. So the title of this episode is why your startup business will fail. Uh, Point number one is really doing what you love or what you enjoy or what you're good at. And like I said, don't misconstrue that. Listen to that that part of our episode. Uh, Number two, motion versus action. But the third and final one here, ladies and gentlemen, this is specific to startups. Ready? Mm -hmm. Reason number three why your startup business will fail is because you are financially illiterate. Financially illiterate. That's, a, that's just a nice way of saying you, you're you bad with money, yeah. right? And that's so key. I know there's you have a lot of things to say on this one. Patricia, what would you, I guess, get us started with? Um, for most people, finance is very difficult to understand, right? And unless you can, you know, especially for those that are very creative i find okay very creative and just really love and and are passionate about their craft they tend to ignore this aspect um but you need to have an understanding of your budgets of your expenses of your profits and look at it daily because can you believe you can be a profitable business and still end up broke 
right? And the first rule of staying in business, <laughs> sorry, I always mess this one up, right? <laughs> the first rule of staying in business is making money, making money. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I think I messed it up. I wrote it down here. Yeah. No, the first rule of business is staying in business. It's mind your own business. No, I'm just kidding. It's staying That's also in business. True. I heard yeah. that before. The most difficult thing about mm -hmm. st starting your business is minding your own. Right. <laughs> yeah. And in order for you to stay in business, you got to make money and yeah. you got to manage your money well. Um, you got to invest it in the right places. Um, yeah. yeah. Back into your business, especially in the early years. So, yeah. Yeah. I really want to emphasize that any person who's ever wanted to start a business, its purpose is to create profit, period. Mm -hmm. That's it. If you enjoy creating something, then get a job, work for someone. You can continue to create those things. Now, when people say, oh, no, 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 I started a business because I wanted to control my time. Well, control your time requires money, hence mm -hmm. why you started a business. So, but why is reason number three, the reason why startup businesses fail you're financially illiterate. If the purpose of starting a business is to make profit and you suck with money, you're going to fail. Why is that? I've never met a successful business owner that was terrible with money. I've met any unsuccessful business individual, but they were good at what they did. They enjoyed what they do, all that stuff, but they yeah. just failed in business. Why? They didn't understand debt management strategies. They didn't have uh, budgeting, budgeting systems. Um, they, even something as simple as insurance planning. People don't get that, right? Uh, but the, here's a key one here as well. People say, Aldrin, I don't want to sit on too much cash, right? I, I want to invest my money. Yeah, of course, you want to make your money work for you. But how much of your money is liquid? If all your money is not, is stuck in a particular place, you're only rich on paper, right? On paper. So reason number three, just to continue on this narrative, Lisa, and how important this is, you need to get your financial house in order, your personal financial house. Mm -hmm. If you can't get that in order, good luck trying to run an entire financial business, not even financial business, run a business on its finances. You have employees, you have staff members, you got their payrolls, you got you got CRA or IRS, depending on our views, if you're US or Canada, all those things will come down on you unless you, you become literate in finances, right? Um, but really, I can't emphasize that enough. Business or employee, you got to learn how you got to learn the fundamentals of it. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, <laughs> great. So, but that would be it, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's a very quick episode. I'm, I'm glad it was a quick episode there. Yeah. Um, but what would be, I guess, some final thoughts? You want to kind of summarize some, I guess, a call to action to our viewers uh, yeah. who want to start up their own business? Um, final thoughts. Um, you know, again, congratulations to everyone who's decided to try their hand in business. And, you know, if you're the first in your bloodline <laughs> to start a business or you know if you come from a family of entrepreneurs right um there's a lot of uh heart well blood sweat and tears that go into starting a business and you definitely want to set it up for success um and one last i guess message that you know i've heard from our, our one of our mentors is that um there's always going to be um, ideas and opportunities where you can um, start start up a business or have a new source of, you know, income or something like that. And I would just say, focus on one thing. Yeah. Focus on one, right? And max that out, 
you know, because if you're trying to do too many things all at the same time, you're only going to be successful at one thing. And that's to be bad at all <laughs> of them. Um, so make sure that, you know, again, you put all your uh, blood, sweat and tears into one thing. And I am sure that you can see that through um, as long as you avoid these pitfalls. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And these, and this isn't all of it. I'm certain that yeah. if we really take the time and draw, this would be like an endless mm -hmm. list. But uh, my final thoughts would be to echo what you just said there. there. There's a fallacy out there that people say, you know what, every millionaire has seven streams of income, right? Yeah, there's truth to that. It doesn't mean they started seven different things. And then those seven things made them millionaires. No, no, no. They got good at one business, one thing, built that up. And once they maxed that up the way you expressed it, then they diversified, yeah. right? So don't believe that, ladies and gentlemen, right? Really, believe me, interview a millionaire and you'll find out that that is always going to be the case. Mm -hmm. um, but we, I just want to thank you all of you for listening to uh, episode number four. Episode five will be launching out again uh, much, much earlier uh, than uh, episode three and four. But I just want to thank all of you. We've, we've gotten a lot of love and support and we get, we see all the shares and I see all the views and, and, and comments and all that stuff. So if you are listening to this podcast and you want to start your own business, but you don't know where to begin or what to start, send us a DM. And I promise you in a 15 minute conversation, you'll know exactly where to begin. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye.